Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of After Church Gist. I went to church today, I hope you went to church too. I'm your host for today, my name is Jesusa. I have here with me some beautiful ladies in the house. <laughs> Thank you, my name is Flourish. My name is Susan. You're welcome. Today's topic was spiritual influence. First of all, when we say spiritual influence, what, is, what exactly do we mean? But what I personally took from that is that the spiritual influence over your life determines generally the outcome of your life. That was one thing. So you have to actually choose and know, should I have a divine influence over my life or should, that, should it be a demonic influence? Of course, somebody will choose a demonic influence. But, but hopefully by the end of today, when I through our discussion, you know you whether know. you choose a divine influence or a demonic influence. First of all, how did you feel the <laughs> praise and worship service? Wow, well, was the uh, I danced and danced with the glory of God. And normally I'm a very shy person, so I don't dance too much. But today was <laughs> different. Okay, let's get straight into the topic already. The pastor cited an example from the book of Mark 5. He talked about the man of Ganazareth. He was a man ordained by God. He was created by God. He was ordained for signs and wonders. He was made by God to be a wonder to his world. But he was living in a tomb. He was living in the grave, okay? Let's say he was living in the grave. He was cutting himself with stones. He would break off the chains. He was, was kind of aggressive. He was very aggressive. But that was not God's agenda for him. That was not God's will for him. What could have been the reason behind that? The reason is that he was being controlled by a demonic influence. That's what I got from today's time. So it's been controlled by demonic influence. When you're being controlled by demonic influence, you don't know what you're doing. You're not yourself. The devil can just tell you, oh yeah, go and kill this person. And yes. before you know, you have killed the person and you later end up in regret. That you was know, what I learned. You today. know, some people do things they even do at the end of like, I don't know what made me, yes, like or I don't know what made me If do you it. watch this crime watch that they show, I don't know if they are still showing, but I used to watch it back then. And they will be like, it's the devil, it's the devil's handbook. But why do you allow the devil to be, a, to be a demonic influence over you? That's what we are just trying to talk about today. You're not supposed to have a demonic influence over our life, you're supposed to have a divine influence. Uh, today's topic was quite exciting and it was also broad. First of all, I would like to say the point I took home today was life is spiritual. Whether I would like it or not, everything that happens in the physical has already, first of all, been settled in the spiritual yes. before it is made manifest in the physical. And for our lives to have a perfect outcome in the physical, we have to make sure that we have done our homework at the spiritual level so that we can have a perfect, a glaring, and admirable life in the physical. So today, Pastor talked about the two influences that we have over our lives. Is it that you have a spiritual it is divine influence or you have a demonic influence? I don't think nature allows for vacuum. You yes. must have one. You have either the demonic influence or the divine it influence. It cannot serve to masters at the time. At all, at all, at all. <laughs> you must be under one influence. And what we all know, I'm sure we all know what it means to be under a divine influence. Don't be under a what divine it means influence. To be under a influence. Do that which is the will of God. And sometimes one prayer was the time I had issues obeying certain things that I saw in the Bible. And I just prayed, oh Lord, help me obey your rules effortlessly. To I don't want to struggle. I don't want to struggle with obeying your instructions. I don't want to do I it like to ask this body. question. Is it easy to obey the will of God? Definitely it's not. Because, because yeah. at times there are, there are some things that God places in your heart for you to yes. do. Yeah, God, Jesus Everybody, said this in the Bible. Said, said the spirit yeah. is so willing, but the flesh is flesh so willing. Is, yes, you know what you're supposed to do. You know that you're not supposed to be living this kind of life. You know that yeah. this kind of thing is not the will of God concerning me. But yet you're still struggling. That's why I always advise that if you come to church, 
always listen because definitely the word of God will help you. At times you might not even be aware of that. At times it may be something that God just placed in your heart to do this thing. Yes, and to be like He's talking directly to you. Yes. Just open your heart, come with a, a, a good mind and don't be upset. Just open your heart and know that, okay, I'm coming to take correction. You could even ask God sometimes, okay, God, give me an easier way to do this that you have asked me to do. And you should definitely come. Sometimes you have certain instructions from God. It seems like I cannot do this, I cannot do this. But if you actually open your heart, sometimes just God, God just wants to see that you're willing. You're actually willing to obey Him. You're not, you've not closed your heart on certain issues. You actually want to obey God and actually do this you. Then, if you're ready to obey God and do His will, then, then you'll be under not, a divine yes. influence. But under a demonic influence, there are a lot of things that happen, a lot of issues. Your life will be out of order. You'll be struggling physically. Your business yes, will end moving, up going around in circles. Running, yes, no headway. Year in, year out, you're the same. Running helter skelter, sickness, poverty, so many things. That's why we should all strive to be under a divine spiritual influence. Alright, we are going on a break now. We'll be back shortly. Please stay with us. Don't go anywhere. you see is a life out of order. The life of the person will be out of order and the life of the person will be out of God's divine agenda. Out of order and out of God's divine agenda. You will see the life of the person upside down. That was what we saw in the book of Mark 5. The life of the man was completely upside down. People will live in homes but this man was living in the graveyard. His life was upside down. You can relate that to someone, amen, who perpetually stays in beer parlor. You can also relate that, amen, to an example of someone who gambles with his money. I know of a man, they said he worked so hard, he hardly would stay at home, but at the end of the day, he will go and gamble. He will go and gamble. He can't feed himself, he can't feed his wife, he can't feed his children, he can't pay his bills. That is an example of a life that is out of order. And I pray for someone in this meeting today. If your life has been an act of order life, in this service today, your life will come to a divine order. Pastor, is it possible for the life of somebody to be out of order? Yes. That's why you see someone will just pack from his matrimonial home, pack away and leave the children. That is a life that is out of order. That is why a man will be running after little, little or small, small girls and abandon the wife and the children. That is a life that is out of divine order and agenda. Another example you see, you will see a life enslaved to the dictates and the desires of the devil. The life of the person will be subject to the dictates. Whatever the devil tells the person to do is what the person does. That's why somebody can just wake up and say that, you know, I'm tired. You see, a strange behavior. And if you are not spiritually inclined, you won't know why the person is behaving like that. You just see your wife, suddenly will just change. And you'll be wondering, this is not the wife I married. I agree. Something is in control. Something has put me to her. 
That's why you see husband who used to be very loving and friendly suddenly becoming very wild, becoming aggressive, telling lies, staying late at night, and he will come up and cook up stories because something strange has entered him. That's why you see a child who used to be very humble, a child who is self-disciplined, suddenly the child becomes wild because something is controlling the life of the person. I pray for someone in this meeting today, if your heart will be open to God, you'll be free from every demonic influence in Jesus' name. Another manifestation you see, very quickly. A humble and a broken heart before God and a godly authority. When someone is under the influence of a divine presence, they are humble, they submit to God. When they are wrong, they can say to God, I'm sorry, they can repent. They are this broken, like David. But when someone don't have the presence of God, when the person's life is not influenced by the presence of God, the Spirit of God, they are full of pride. They are full of self-justification. They will justify evil. They will tell you it's not wrong. They will tell you I'm not a baby. I gave my life to Christ since 1948. I'm not a baby. You are not a baby. But you are not growing. You are not a baby. You are not in the will of God. You are not a baby. You are not working with God. It's not how many years you have been in Christ that matters. Or in church that matters. It's how many years you have been in Christ and how you have grown in Christ. Every day in the way you live. Every day in the way you treat others. That's what makes all the difference. When someone is controlled by the Spirit of God, they are humble. When they do wrong, they are broken. Their heart is broken. They will cry. You see, they shake it. I don't know that. You see, someone kill someone. You know this. That it's not my fault. It's a mistake. Someone just died. Oh my God. Things like that can happen. Wow. A reprobate man. Can I pray for someone who is ready to turn around? Who is ready to say, Lord, I am sorry. I want to yield myself to you so that my life can be influenced by your divine power. Lift up your right hand and pray this prayer. In the name of Jesus, from today, men will see a change in your life. Heaven will recognize and commend the transformation in your life. Romans 6, verse number 16. Easy to read verse. He says, Surely you know that you become the slave of whatever you give yourselves to. Anything or anyone you follow will be your master. Whether God or Satan. Other God or the devil. Either the spirit of God or the spirit of the devil. He said, You can follow what? You can follow sin or you can obey God. Following sin, what does it do? Bring spiritual death. But obeying God makes you right with you. The choice is yours. Look at your life carefully. Which influence am I on? What power is influencing me? My, I may think I am on my own. Yes, I'm on my own. No, you are not on your own. The madman of the if you have asked him, he will tell you, I know what I'm doing. In the graveside, they don't disturb people. That place is peace. They will justify it. But when they had an encounter with Jesus, his life was turned around. Men will see a new Heaven will recognize a new you. They will know that the change has taken place in your life. Every evil influence, demonic influence over your life ends now in the name of Jesus. The influence of God will be over your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Your wife will see a change. Your husband will see a change. Your children will see a change. Your siblings will see a change. Your parents will see a change. Can you see an amen like you're the only one? Your boss will see a change. Your colleagues will see a change. Your workers will see a change. In the name of Jesus. Lay your hand on yourself. Say, Lord Jesus. I submit to your lordship. I submit my life to your will. From today, 
Jesus, be my Lord and my Savior. In all things, be Lord. In my thought, in my words, in my actions, in my decisions, Jesus, be Lord forever in my life. Say amen if you pray that. I pray for every child of God in this meeting who has sincerely prayed that prayer. From this day going forward, no more evil different. You will enjoy divine influence. You will enjoy divine leading. You will enjoy divine beauty. You will enjoy divine favor in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. God bless you. Thank you. Can you celebrate Jesus with me? Welcome back from the short break. I hope you were blessed because I was. Yes, I was too. Okay. okay, let's just go straight into our topic for today. We're talking about spiritual influence. And personally, uh, uh, there are a lot, so I took a lot of benefits from what Pastor said today of having a divine spiritual, a divine spiritual influence over your life. And one is you bring joy to people. You bring happiness to people, people around you, your family, your parents, your uncles, your siblings. They will take a lot of examples from you and your life will be a wonder. You will not be struggling the way people of the world are struggling. There will be, there will be a difference between you that is serving God and you that is going to church and maybe your classmates, your group of friends. Yes, there will be a difference. And the demonic... Spiritual the demonic spiritual influence. You will have a whole lot of troubles. You will have... Maybe you'll be frustrated, you won't have what to do. No peace of mind. No peace of mind. End up Anything going you put circles. your hands into will not work. You keep your life will just be going around in circles. You'll be having so many issues, not just with yourself, with people. You'll even be bringing shame to your family, to the yeah. church gatherings. It will feel no, like one person is just... Yeah, yes. yeah. And I think we should also take note of the fact that before we can have a divine spiritual influence in our life, you have to get rid of some kind of things in your life. I think the Hates. first step would be accepting Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. Yes. Once you have Jesus on your, on your side, once you have him in your boat, yeah. the cell will be smooth. Yes. Though there will be storms, though there will be challenges, promises definitely yes, they will definitely get to the to the place to the other side. Just like when Jesus was in the was in the boat with the disciples. While they were in the boat, there was a storm. As it, as far as they were able to call upon but Jesus, Jesus was not bothered. Was yes. not bothered because, because he knows that, that that was not the time. That was not his end. Yeah, yeah, that was not his end. Well, that's the example we should take as Jesus' disciples, as his followers. We should know that okay, once we have Jesus in our boat, we'll have someone to call on when these storms of life come. Supposing Jesus was not in the boat with the disciples, they would have call on. Maybe okay. they would have been looking at each other, no one to talk to, no one to ask for help. Yes. But so once we have Jesus in our life, Jesus is not promising that there will be no there will not be there will be no storms. There will be challenges. Definitely there will be storms. Definitely there will be challenges. In the midst of the storm, we are victorious. In the midst of the storm, we have peace of mind. We are sure that we are not going to end. This is not going to end the tragedy. We are sure that, okay, this is going to end in praise. Amen. Okay, another thing is that we should get rid of hate, get rid of anger, yes. get rid of unforgiveness. In the Bible, they don't give the devil a foothold. It's also yes, don't give room to the devil. When you have all this hate, when you have unforgiveness, when you are jealous of other people's success, when you have envy, when you are sexually immoral, all these things, sin, 
when you have them, there will be no room for God in your life. There will be no room for the Holy Spirit. Truth be told, in your is life. like many people don't really want to do what they don't like. What is happening? Because there's a, there's a scripture in the Bible. I can't remember who the particular person that said it. But he said, "The things I want to do, I cannot do them. But the things I want to do, I find myself. The things I don't want to do, I find myself doing it." So once we have Jesus, the first step is having Jesus as your Lord and personal. You can ask for God. Once you have Jesus, you have, you have you, you the Holy Spirit him. becomes yes, your exactly. guide. He becomes your yes. teacher. The Holy Spirit will help you in whatever you want to do. You can ask the Holy Spirit, yeah. okay, Holy Spirit help me. I don't and like when, this attitude. I don't like when this you have name. the Holy Spirit, you need to be able to be humble and have a broken heart before God. And I also said it in the Bible. You say, by strength shall no man prevail. You know it's only when you have a broken heart before God that God sees, okay, this person yes. really cannot do yes. without me. So the Bible so, says God weighs the motives of our hearts. Exactly. When he sees your heart towards him, the hunger for God, you're coming to church consistently, you're not coming late, you are a, work, you are a worker in church, you're working you're well heartedly. giving your offerings, you are praying, you are fasting, there is no way you will not have a divine influence over your life. And having a divine influence over your life, the benefits cannot be overemphasized. So in you will have a life that is, that is in God's will. Yes. You will live a life fulfilling God's He's divine purpose for your life. He's good, pleasing, and perfect will. So so the plans He has for us so are good and not of evil. The plans to prosper us and bring us to unexpected end. Life How can you live all these good things and just throw them away and be, be under a demonic influence? That's not, that not good enough. But in general, in conclusion, what we are saying here is that serving God pays. Yes, having a divine influence over your life cannot be overemphasized. We have talked about the benefits. We have talked about the the ways, the ways you can have the demonic influence over your life, a divine influence over your life, and we have also talked about the ways you can also have a demonic influence over your life by keeping hate, by being angry, by holding on forgiveness. There are so many things, so many, so many things. I just come to you know next which one to choose now. And you're no longer Just come to church next Sunday, and I'm sure you will not regret it. We're expecting you. Thank you for listening to us today. Please don't forget to follow us on our social media handles. It's MOP on Facebook, on Instagram, and on YouTube. Please Thank like, you. comment, and share. <laughs> Thank you, and God bless you. Thanks for listening.